0: The migrant crisis in New York City has rippled upstate, mostly not because asylum seekers are actually moving upstate. Rather, local politicians fear they will. St. Lawrence County passed three resolutions against migrants last week. The legislature's chairman called them enemies. That's today's story of the day.
1: Support for Story of the Day is provided by Renew Architecture and Design. Designing camps, custom homes, and more throughout NCPR's listening region. Details at RenewArchitecture.com.
0: Hey, I'm David Sommerstein. It's Tuesday, September 19th. First up... SUNY Potsdam announced a plan to downsize its campus today. The restructuring includes the possible elimination of up to 14 major programs, including chemistry and physics, Spanish and French, dance and theater, and the Crane School of Music's music performance graduate program. President Suzanne Smith said the university is facing a $9 million structural deficit and a 43 percent enrollment decline over the last decade.
2: Without immediate action, the future of this institution that we all know and love is uncertain. These are difficult words to say, and I know hard ones to hear. But there is a way forward.
0: Smith laid out a plan to resize the campus for 2,500 students. Two buildings on the campus, Dunn Hall and Knowles East, West and South, could be closed.
2: This means reallocating our faculty to where students are and right-sizing our programs and departments to better match the current student and workforce needs.
0: The university didn't provide specifics as to how many jobs could be affected, as the plan is still evolving. SUNY Potsdam is a major anchor of the St. Lawrence County economy, employing hundreds of people and generating $350 million in economic activity, according to university officials. In a statement, Frederick Kowal, president of United University Professions, the union that represents SUNY employees statewide, called the university's financial woes, quote, a manufactured crisis. He argued the state university system has enough money to reduce multimillion-dollar deficits at SUNY Potsdam and other small SUNY campuses around the state. A couple weeks ago, lawmakers in St. Lawrence County were blindsided by a report that Messina's Airport is on a list of possible sites to house the migrants who have amassed in New York City. At a legislative meeting after that news broke, lawmakers passed a series of resolutions on the matter. As Catherine Wheeler reports, the legislators said they were being proactive.
1: The county's legislators don't want the migrants who are now in New York City to end up in the North Country. They say, especially with winter on the way, there aren't enough resources and the Messina Airport doesn't have the infrastructure to support that many people. Rita Curran is a legislator from Messina. She says she doesn't want people to arrive here just to be failed by the system.
2: The entire airport is smaller than our chambers here. It leads people to believe there's safe places for them to go. (coughs) We don't have buildings. We can't take care of our own constituents here in this county. We have... of 150 homeless people that we're taking care of that are
1: from here. Legislator Joseph Lightfoot said at the meeting if migrants were placed in Messina, he worries about what other North Country locations would be next.
0: I'm scared to death of seeing something like this happen. Uh, I, will, I would bet you dollars to donuts, and I know you agree, that uh, if this goes to a Messina, the next uh, place to fill will be one of that empty jail over in Augensburg. Watch and see. So I think it's a wise and prudent thing that we're doing to get ahead of this and show that we're not in favor of this.
1: The board's chair, David Forsyth, went as far as to call the migrants enemies.
0: The citizens have a right to be protected from all enemies.
2: I declare them them.
1: They're not here to help us. According to the New York Times, more than 113,000 asylum seekers have come to New York City since 2022. State and city officials are still struggling to figure out what to do with them. They've repeatedly asked for federal assistance. The Messina Airport first surfaced in a list obtained by CBS News, along with 10 other locations that federal officials had put together as places in New York that could house migrants. There's no indication right now that New York City, state, or federal officials intend to send migrants to Messina. The St. Lawrence County Legislature passed three resolutions last Monday. One opposes any executive order that could send migrants to communities in the county. They passed it, even as Governor Kathy Hochul said last month she wouldn't force upstate communities to take in migrants. Stephen Button is a St. Lawrence County attorney. The first resolution
2: applauded the governor's uh, desire not to do so, uh, called on the governor uh, to stay the course with respect to that position and not issue any executive orders. And the third prong of that uh, resolution um, opposed Uh, any sort of action by uh, the state to try to to push um, folks here should pressure be prevailing from the city of New York.
1: They passed two additional resolutions, one that offers the county's legal services to Messina if the federal government tries to bring the migrants to the airport. The final resolution directs Button to get the county off a list that says it's a sanctuary county for immigrants. One Democrat, Potsdam lawmaker Margaret Haggard, opposed those two resolutions in the Republican-led chamber. Town officials in Messina say they were surprised to hear their town be considered for this, especially when they say it's not feasible for people to live at the airport. Legislator Jim Reagan says it's wrong for county officials outside of the region to make these suggestions without having fully explored if the communities are prepared.
0: You know, personally, I sort of think it's just a giant publicity stunt to get people
3: upstate uh, concerned and upset. And, you know, they've succeeded.
1: The governor's office did not respond to a request for an update on the situation. New York City Mayor Eric Adams has said his team is continuing to evaluate the federal site list because the city is out of room. Catherine Wheeler, North Country Public Radio.
0: Bonus story to squeeze in today about our mural mapping project. We asked you to tell us about the public art in your neighborhood, then put those suggestions on a map. Most folks sent in one or two photos, but Lynn Johnson sent in over a dozen. Amy Feireisel has her story.
3: 58-year-old Lynn Johnson has lived in Lake George since 2000.
2: But, you know, like everybody, I've been coming up here since I was a kid.
3: (laughs) Johnson camped with her family all over the Adirondacks when she was a child. Her grandparents had a summer place in Warrensburg. So she knows this area well. But back in 2015, she wanted to know it better.
2: It started because of a book, the Adirondack 102 Club. And it's um, called Your Passport and Guide to
3: the North Country. The book encourages you to visit 102 towns and villages in the Adirondacks.
2: And to document your travels, you're supposed to go around the town and, you know, either take pictures or you go to the uh, post office. And I started noticing a lot of towns had these beautiful murals.
3: She started noticing murals everywhere, and she'd photograph them.
2: You know, I print out a picture of the mural and I paste it into the book um, to show that I've been to the town, and now I've got this whole... I guess you call it scrapbook of mural pictures.
3: <laughs> so when she heard the call out for the NCPR mural map, she had lots of ideas. Johnson says she really admires the artists who paint and make murals for the beauty of their designs and the scale that they work at. She particularly loves a mural in Plattsburgh of Gene Arthur, the movie star.
2: It's just massive and it's just and it's just beautiful. I just I just I just love it.
3: She has a huge soft spot for the North Creek mosaic. People in that community worked on it tile by tile for over a decade.
2: We ski at Gore uh, every year. So, you know, you pass to go into town and take a look at the (laughs) mosaic, see how it's doing.
3: And she also makes note of smaller murals in post offices and restaurants, like one inside a pizza place called The Pizza Shop in Warrensburg.
2: It has the picture of um, Janis Joplin, uh, Gandhi, and... Nikola Tesla. That one, I I just think that's, just putting those three people together in one mural like that.
3: She says she loves the creativity of that triptych. Johnson says she has no particular artistic talent herself.
2: But no, I I have no artistic ability at all.
3: (laughs) But that might be part of why she loves seeking out public artwork. Eight years later, Johnson says she's made it to about half of the communities listed in the Adirondack 102 Club book, so she's got plenty more to tackle. Amy Feieraisal, North Country Public Radio.
0: You can find our mural map at ncpr.org slash mural map. Music today by Christopher Watts and Cantaker, both of Canton. I'm David Summerstein, North Country Public Radio.